Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm one of your co-hosts, Anoop. I am also one of your co-hosts, Matt. And I'm the last co-host, Colleen. And 15 takes later, we've nailed it. Okay, <laughs> there was only five takes. <laughs> Plus a it, lot of arguing. <laughs> it, it did take a minute, guys. It got I, heated. Our friendship I, was in jeopardy. Okay, before we just derail this, I need a noob to kick off what we did this week. Because I have so many harsh words for him. From okay, the state I'm in afterwards. what we did this week, and I think it might be leading to our agitation, what we did fundamentally is deliver on the premise of the podcast, and I'm okay. sorry <laughs> that I didn't pick some frou-frou choice like The Matrix, an amazing movie. No, this week we watched two episodes, might I add, two episodes, so very Which... low amount, of Barney and Friends. Okay, I, my interjection is because a normal show, 22 minutes per episode, I guess Barney, no one could fucking buy commercials for. So 27, 28 minutes, like full half hour runtime. And they were kids yeah. shows. So I like automatically was like, oh, there'll be there'll be 15 minutes. Because like normally when I was nannying, it's like the kids would be watching a half hour show, but it's split off into like the, like Spongebob, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. That I really thought all we had in for us was like thirty minutes of Barney oh, an no. hour later. No, it's a long amount. I, I originally I was gonna go for three, and then I started screening these episodes, and I was like, oh, I can't do that." So, so what what episodes did we watch for so, those who want to follow? It's along? It's very now? specifically we for watched, those who want home torture. Yes, we watched Barney and Friends, which is not the first instance of Barney, but it's the ones that are available on YouTube and Barney and Friends. Season 1, Episode 1, which premiered in 1992, so we we probably caught that on the reruns. And then, just to jump forward in time, give us a little bit of a spectrum, Barney and Friends again, Season 4, Episode 2. So Yeah, I I definitely think splitting it up was a great call, because it was like two distinct flavors of Barney. Um, Right. And Season 4 definitely hit the nostalgia more, because I think... They probably just rerun the same season before they dig into the archives for better right. or for worse. But this, okay, so I did my long run today. So I was physically exhausted. And then I watched an hour of Barney. And I'm, <laughs> I'm convinced that this is like what the FBI does to crack spies. They're like, you'll walk 100 miles. And then we're just going to play Barney and Friends until you spill all of the secrets. Because my mind felt like, pulverize i i don't know what happened while watching this fucking show yeah it was definitely it was definitely a lot like mentally speaking i'm a, I'm a bit of a different person i hope i can sleep it off tonight i think i'm gonna have some really fucked up dreams i, I am can almost guarantee conv- it i am convinced there's one part that i want to talk about in depth that is terrifying to me <laughs> but i am convinced that this show has changed me as an adult and I just like to say that I watched a lot of Barney as a child. Like, I I remember it distinctly, like, all of the songs, all of the, like, characters. I was like, damn, this is hitting home. And then I literally had to text my mom. Mom, I know you're listening. Thank you so much for putting up with that bullshit because I don't think I'm going to be a good enough parent to watch stuff like this yeah. when I have a kid. Like, it's just... It was painful, and she probably listened to it so much in the background yeah. while she's, like, taking care of us. I'm so sorry, Mom. <laughs> I think we could all agree that Colleen's mom had to put up with a lot. 
So <laughs> I'm in complete agreement. I, but I am convinced that this show might be the most effective form of birth control. Oh my god, it, it was so it was so next level bad. And I too watched a lot of Barney. Yeah. Okay. Right? So I had a Barney. Getting back to like what I remember with Barney, I didn't remember the songs as much. Obviously, I remember the "I Love You" song. Sure. Um, but I don't know what age it was, but I definitely had a Barney-themed birthday party. Oh, God. And I'm pretty sure there was, like, a Barney impersonator there. I, I should probably dig up pictures of this and, like, if we start actually having show notes, because I'm sure it's, like, a horrible knockoff Barney that may be more terrifying than the show itself. But that's my, like, vivid memory of this show. So clearly I was obsessed. Maybe my, you should call your mom. My poor family. <laughs> call my mom. What? I don't think my phone has that feature. <laughs> Look, I'll call my mom next month, okay? Like we <laughs> like the court mandated. I don't have to call her until next month. <laughs> um, uh, but so let let's get into it cuz I think maybe people don't necessarily maybe they've had the pleasure of not having any Barney in their life. So they yeah. don't know what Barney is. So I guess mm-hmm. I kind of I drew up this quick summary of Barney. So Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination. And when he's tall, he's what we call a dinosaur sensation. Now, Barney's friends are big and small. They come from lots of places. After school, they meet to play and sing with happy faces. Barney shows us lots of things, like how to play pretend, ABCs, and 1-2-3s, and how to be a friend. Barney comes to play with us whenever we may need him. Barney can be your friend, too, if you just make believe him. Wow. Yeah. And scene. Really well put. I think that kind of captures the spirit of Barney and exactly what we're bringing to the table uh, when we watch Barney. (laughs) Yeah. I think what we're bringing to the table when you watch Barney is criminal insanity. Yeah. Because we're on a list now for watching episodes of Barney. They're like, there's no kids in this episode. Wait, one of the videos had like, what was it, like three and a half million views? And I was like, who is watching this? But you're right. It's definitely somebody. It's just like our government torturing people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm convinced. Just to be safe, you guys did watch this on incognito mode because I watched this on incognito (laughs) mode. I was like, I don't want, this should not be trained. I I set up a VPN. I was watching from a different (laughs) IP address. Like, I was like, I can't be, I can't be this guy, you know? Yeah, I, it, it was a mistake. It's definitely going to be like in my suggested watch history now, which I may never be able to fix. Yeah. Right, right. So we get into the first episode. This is season one, episode one of Barney and Friends. Now, initially when I picked it, I didn't know that this wasn't the first instance of Barney. Barney had existed before this. This is just kind of the closest matchup with our generation. I didn't but, realize that either. Yeah, it's a pretty heavy concept. They're they're hitting out the gate. They're addressing the concept of imagination in the episode right. The Queen of Make Believe. Um boy, the acting in this show is just it's just something else. It's not even like did they did they just pick up kids from wherever so we had this like because i was like wait are these like is it a new kid every week like is that why these kids are so bad at acting and then i literally looked it up and it was like nope these kids were recurring characters so these kids were just like really really bad actors <laughs> i the poor redhead i mean i know oh, that I like, he's the youngest one i was like well he's definitely the worst he was these such a kids, goober. these kids are like 
six okay. years old. They're six to years old. Look twelve at years old. Jacob, what's his name? Tremblay or something. He's like he he was in the room. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. Room, just room, not so, the room. Room, the one with um. I the Brie Larson. Tommy, what's yeah. up? Brie Larson. Yeah. So he was amazing. He was a child actor. He was probably maybe like eight or nine. So you have a Hollywood big budget film and. But what I'm Barnum saying is friends. that there are better actors, and they could have done a little bit better. Disagreeing with that, I'm just saying cut them a little slack. Um, well, but, and I will say Barney himself does a pretty good job. Pretty I, good, but yeah. I, I, the one thing that stood out to me is that if your imagination laughed as much as Barney does, Creepy. you would be put in an asylum. Like, oh boy, yeah. There's some, there's some real dark imagery, and I, I'll, I'll save it for a little later. Because one, this episode, both episodes, burn through plotline. You know the fourth <laughs> one. The fourth one is at least it's like it's set around this like kids carnival, which sure is a thing that we're supposed to accept. Like that, that just happens. But, but nothing okay. happens for the carnival, right? Oh, except right. Twinkling it's Tower. It's all setting up for the kids carnival. But the first episode is just like beat after beat. Like you could easily set up a whole episode. Just about the queen of make-believe. They burn through that shit in like the first five minutes. It's yeah, like, so they bust on. out of the school and she's decked out as the queen. Yeah. And my favorite th- part about this is then she has like a lord or a prince and like all these different royalty. But instead of making one of the actual kids king, it's like, no, we will will our mag- imagination to life and that will be king. And they make yeah. Barney king of... Imagination or whatever. Make believe. Please. Sorry. Well, Barney like corrects them. He's like, no, those things are imagination. Like, make believe, play pretend. No, that's all imagination. Yeah, Barney puts down the fist pretty quickly. I, I would love a gritty reboot of Barney and Fred's where the power just goes right to his head. And yeah. it's just like from that m- minute five on, it's fucking Game of Thrones, but with Barney. Oh man, I would pay a lot to see that. And I also absolutely see Barney as so, as basically it. Oh god. You know what I mean? Like his little giggle and like I'm just like picturing him in a sewer grate and like it's I think it might be more he just, terrifying like, chomps than you the with actual that, like, clown in it. Locked jaw with like a single tooth. <laughs> yeah. But he's got that stupid smile on his face at all times. <laughs> yeah, he just swallows you whole. I love you. And and I will say not only do they burn Okay, I'm gonna through... have a nightmare about that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but they, they don't just burn through plot, they burn through songs. Like, these poor songwriters, like, goddamn, were they tortured? Were yeah. they forced to watch Barney? No wonder they all use the same, like, five tunes. It's yeah. just, like, Old MacDonald, and that's it. They just do Old MacDonald, and they just throw lyrics on top of it. And the thing is, they don't even do, and this is, you know, the music major and me critiquing a, <laughs> a children's song, but, like, they did it to, like, every time they do two repetitions of it, and you'd be like, they're done! And then they change keys and do it again. And you're like, that's too much. One <gasps> time. And then change the key if you really want to change the key. And then do it again. But you three times is is too many. It's too many. But Okay. The, when they sang Old King Cole twice, I was like. <laughs> that was what I was just about to say. It's like the show starts out with a song. And it's like, oh my goodness. Barney is here. I can't wait for everyone to hang out with Barney. And then immediately it's like, and again, motherfuckers. Here we go. <laughs> And it just goes, and it's the full song. It's not even like a reprise. It's like, 
We got time to fill. We got that 28-minute runtime. Hope you're ready for another two minutes of this. Right. It was like a surprise to the show writers. They're like, wait, what? 26 minutes? Fuck. Let's just repeat <laughs> Old Kid Cole again. Yeah. Okay. And then and then they're like, and we're done being queen and king. Right. Let's go inside. Over. Done. Done with concept. Oh, it's no. About- they don't go inside. They didn't go inside yet. Yeah. Well, it's about rain. to rain. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. And And they're looking at the clouds, right? Fine. Fine scene, children's show, whatever. I really like the 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 line, I see a cloud that looks like rain. That's actually pretty clever. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's for, a bunch of like good like little puns or like plays. Like Barney at one point is like, I don't know what you're doing. You've stumped me. And she's sitting right. on a stump. I'm like, really solid. solid. <laughs> also, if all the raindrops is OG Barney. It's all Barney. This is the first instance of this song was in a Barney show. Really? So yeah, it's not like a nursery rhyme or anything. That's from are, Barney. Are there any other original tracks in the two episodes we watched? Uh no, no not a ton. Not a ton. <laughs> as I, as I went through, not not a lot of really original stuff. And if you felt like the songwriting was kind of shitty, that might be an original track. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I noted in "If All the Raindrops Were Gumdrops." is fucking they fat shame Barney at one point in time. Do they? Yeah, they're like, I might look like Barney if I ate that many sweets. And Barney's just like, cool with it? Oh my god, I missed that. Damn. This guy, he's conjured by your imagination. You made him fat. (laughs) That wasn't Barney's choice. Oh, it was bad. I don't understand how... I'm actually curious... One, how many plot beats they burn through. But if I were to like machine learning this show, how many do they repeat? Like how many times did they imagine what the clouds are? Because that seems like low hanging fruit for an imagination show. Yeah. Every episode just have a different like this one looks like a dinosaur. This one looks like a bird. This one looks like a castle. And you're like, okay, cool. And then the next episode, they just come up with three different things. Yeah, this one looks like your waning grasp on sanity. <laughs> this one yeah. work looks like the bars of a prison cell. But are you inside the prison cell or outside of the prison cell? <laughs> Me after 57 minutes of Barney. But then after they try to imagine away the rain, it rains. And they go into this like horrible school set. Right, and this is where we really hit on the fact that that redhead is a goober to the (laughs) highest degree. Because his first line is, what can we do to have fun? They're in a classroom full of toys and books and shit, and these kids are like, what are we going to do now? Now We're going to have fun outside. Oh my god, just the most entitled assholes. This is why millennials suck. This episode of TV show. This may have brought it in. I do want to point out one thing that's stood out like a sore thumb to me in the classroom both in season one and four is the yellow clock that teaches kids to tell time because that might have been the most nostalgic thing for me in the whole thing there's like this clock with gears that you would turn and be like what time is it oh it's eight o'clock and you had to learn how to read a fucking clock at some point in your life yeah he literally like looked at me and his face lit up when he saw the clock and i was like clearly this is he's having a moment right now i'm a time lord (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's my my item i need that to travel through that'd be a really funny premise for like a time travel tv show where they have to use like a children's clock to travel through time 
I mean, that's basically a time turner. It's just like, all right, this is just a little bulkier. But at least the time turner is like made of gold and like this beautiful, intricate sand. It'd be way funnier if Hermione's like, hold up, I got it in my bag. All right, what day? (laughs) And it's cardboard and like the little red plastic hands. It's like, oh no, it broke 45 minutes ago. And that's the only thing you could go back to. We, I hope it doesn't rain, Hermione, because you're going to yeah. destroy this. <laughs> so, but sorry to, to interject. It was just, I literally, like, my one of two notes, because my mind was so numb, was just like, remember the clock. So <laughs> I wanted to make clock? sure I got it out. <laughs> you're living through your own little memento over there. It just right, scrawls exactly. on your hand. Remember the clock. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't Where did trust this baby come from? <laughs> All right, so we're in the classroom. Right. We're in the classroom, right? And then they decide... First, they have a tea party. Again, this is where I really hit on the fact that they're burning through content. So they did the whole tea party in, like, seven seconds. It's like they could not think of anything else to do with the tea party. There's a lot of content to be generated with the tea party. The red-headed kid has a fucking mustache. Like a giant (laughs) fake felt mustache. The handlebar mustache is like that is clearly a halloween costume prop so they like wrap it down to his chin because they're like oh we can't cut this yeah no it's just like somebody had that in their attic at home and they're this is the costume budget for the show like we spent all our money on barney so we've got nothing left yep yeah so they get through that super quickly and then they decide to build a robot out of cardboard boxes yeah and they spend way too long failing to build this robot. Yeah, the redheaded kid that you guys all hate apparently at one point is like, I'm starting to think you can't build a robot out of boxes. <laughs> they like so laid dumb. it down on its side and you're like, all right, oh, come on. Like, use your brain, children. You, one of you is well, well over the age that you should be able to do this. And then they're like, oh, like, let's do it standing up. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's it's a perfect segue into Barney's Barney bag. The Barney bag. The oh, Bar- it's not even Barney's apostrophe, it's just Barney bag. It's the Barney bag. I, it's oh, the fuck. Barney bag, and it's straight up some serial killer bullshit, dude. Oh, absolutely. It's a purple duffel bag. And the first <laughs> two things they pull out of it is a roll of duct tape, a glove, and then they pull out fucking rope. Barney's murdering people with this bag. It's like, don't mind the ski masks, children. <laughs> Seriously, though, that's, it's insane. It is exactly what happens. And you can tell somebody noticed that because you go to season four, Barney's bag is a lot more fantastical. Yeah, it's way less creepy. <laughs> it's a prettier bag. Yeah. They pull out the less, you know, murdery stuff from it. But yeah. he did have a lot of good robot supplies in there. Yeah. But if you slow it down, you see Barney reach in, pull out a gun, and stash it inside of his suit <laughs> because Barney can't have the kids find that shit. Right, Barney can't take any more heat. This is probation for <laughs> Barney. Yeah, so. And he's giggling in the background. And- <laughs> And it's like, there's some weird moments of dialogue there where he, like, giggles and he's like, that goes in the back of a dryer. I'm like, I don't give a shit where you got this ductwork from. Like, like whose, whose house, dryer did you yeah, steal this whose from? house you ransacked. Right, he definitely, he definitely, definitely he broke into somebody's house, killed them. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's hiding out in the school. He maybe, maybe he killed the real Barney. Oh, <laughs> this is like a murderer wearing Barney's skin as a suit. I'm pretty sure this is the plot to the movie Death to Smoochie. 
Is it? <laughs> I'm like 90% certain. That sounds about right. I mean, there's no way to find out, so yeah. it might be the plot to death. <laughs> I mean, not without me having to edit out a couple minutes, so yeah. I'm content not knowing. We'll figure it out later. Um, right. Stay tuned next so week. So they make, <laughs> they make the robot. Um, yeah. Well, they almost make the robot. Right. Almost. But they're missing one integral ingredient. Yeah, a robot head. <laughs> a fucking head. First of all, you d- they have so many boxes, they can't just use another box for just a head. Just put a box on top, call just it a box silver, on the head. call it a day. Right. They're already gray and silver boxes. Right. That's true. <laughs> and they're so close. And they're like, these kids are like, how can we stretch our imagination, right? Barney's right. like, oh, you gotta stretch your imagination. First of all, the answer is mushrooms, right? We all know that. Uh, as adults, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yes. They all should have gotten super fucking baked. Honestly, this episode would make a lot more sense if everybody was high. I, mean, but, okay. I bet the writers <clears throat> I bet the writers were. Yeah. I bet a lot of them. This is like LA in the late eighties, early nineties. Like I bet they were just all on cocaine. <laughs> right, right. And this is where we hit some of the more nuanced, very uh high level plot that we're working with here in Barney where they use the teapot from the earlier tea scene to make the robot head. And see, that's kind of, that's like foreshadowing, you know, that's where uh, J.K. Rowling got the idea for the Deathly Hallows actually from this. That was Chekhov's teapot. Yeah, Chekhov's teapot, the famous example from Barney. uh, What's the name of the episode again? Why do I keep forgetting? Oh, the Queen of Queen of Make-Believe, right. Yes, there we go. In unison, that'll be a good, I'm just going to remix that. Queen of Make Believe with the Nupani harmonizing. Also, the Queen of Make Believe would be a great name for like the next Nicki Minaj album. Yeah, I yeah. actually see it already see on that. shelves in Best Buy. Yeah, I'd buy yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but this is when the show has to me one of the first like very, very creepy images because they decorate this teapot with some weird eyes and the a tea. Yeah, a like so creepy predatory smile that is definitely like this kid has been attacked and that's his like cry for help as he made this smile right and when the teapot robot pulls out a knife and shoves it in one of the kids cheek (laughs) and asks the kid why so serious yeah you know that was weird it was i mean i was there for that turn but i forget where it was out of left field for some people i just think it's pretty great that they got a young heath ledger into this episode and now it makes a lot more sense when they got him back to be the joker right he's like i have to reprise my most infamous infamous role robo joker and that's why he had so many mental health issues afterwards it was just it was all he he was kind of going back to his barney days and he just couldn't handle it well i mean you have to live up to that yeah yeah well you're struggling with the weight of teapot robot and who can you bring on to play Teapot Robot, right? Are you gonna... Who's gonna do that, right? You can't get Ben Affleck in there to be Teapot Robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just it, not gonna it, work. It's the only logical fit. Yeah. We're we're going down a lot of different tangents here. Maybe it's because there's only like four things to talk about across an hour of TV. But the robot song is the worst song, right? Yeah. Once they do get this robot to life. Yeah. First of all... First of all, this is the thing that bothered me most about both episodes is that in the robot song, one of the lines was like, um, and then they get on the ground or something, right? 
Oh yeah, the robot's supposed to sit down. Supposed to sit down on the ground, and the kids are like acting it out, and they act out every other thing, like touch your nose, touch your shoulders, touch your legs, and then it's like sit on the ground, and none of them got on the ground, and not even the robot. And the robot like slightly dipped his legs, and I was like, I think uh, it's important to note that the robot didn't touch his shoulders, his nose, or sit down. He was unable to complete anything. He couldn't do any of them. Well, he was a robot. Maybe that was inspiration for Boston Dynamics. They were like, (laughs) Yeah, this robots will be better than this. Yeah, but I would hate to see these kids dancing to like Shodi got low, low, low. They wouldn't get low at all. No. no. And they learned nothing. Yeah, they, learned they nothing. I learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and, I think I I think I learned a lot. I just maybe I didn't want to know the lesson. But. Is there anything besides the robot though and the I Love You song? Oh, Animal Parade is uh all OG Barney when they all get dressed up as animals. You don't remember that? Oh my god, yeah. How yeah. <laughs> they get dressed up as not just animals, they're animals with human accoutrement. So they're right. like... It's it's a fucking rabbit with a hat, or... Well, no, a cat with a hat, of course. Duh. Cat with That's a obvious. hat, and then it was a goose with shoes. Was yeah. it a goose? It looked like a duck, but I'm pretty sure no, they were just trying had to play a duck it off. Bill. Yeah. And then yeah. at some point... Someone with a tie. I forget what with the tie. I'm but it was zoning on this. That's how I was zoned Yeah, out. I, I, I like, kind of blacked out during the Animal Parade, I'm going to be honest. But I can tell you the Animal Parade, also original Barney creation. <laughs> That's probably why we've already blocked yeah. it out of yeah, That yeah. makes sense. Okay, yeah. so they go through the Animal Parade and then we're like, oh, crap, we got to go home now. Yeah. No, well, they so go outside. First of all, they go they outside. Another song. There's another song. Yes, you're missing this key. Remember, 26 minutes, Matt. We're yeah. we're at like minute 20. There's still six minutes of content, which is essentially two whole plot arcs to go through, <laughs> right? First of all, this clearly takes place in maybe LA or Texas because it is dry mere moments after the rain ends. <laughs> They're like, ah, it's dry. We're going to go hit, play on the swing set. Fucking... Right. It would be soaking wet if this was the Northeast. But this yeah, is oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Super no, 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 no. Anoop, they've used their imagination to clean the playground. You can't imagine away water. To will the playground dry. They will Barney there. I don't know. I'm just saying. There we go. This so, is like a prequel to Stranger Things. And they're all so like wait, using what, their mind what song do they, water. they sing on the, the, the playground? Well, it's the one about going to space. As the what? spaceship goes flying along, I I literally can't remember. We this. watched we this, watched this two, two hours, hours ago, ago, and I yeah. I don't think I have a memory of this. <laughs> they use the swing set. They pretend that the swing set is a spaceship. The FBI has gotten me. They're they're in too deep. <laughs> yeah. First of all, the redhead again asks another dumb question, which Barney says, "With imagination, we can go to space." And what I actually it might not have been the redhead, but one of the kids says, but how it's like, that was literally the premise of the entire episode. How have you not paid attention at all? <laughs> like 10 seconds ago, one of your friends was a fucking cat. You can't imagine going to space. Get your head in the game. <laughs> Pretty sure it was redhead. Guy. So they, the, I think I remember now they pretend the playground is a spaceship, obviously, or yes. the swing set. And then I think I remember them going down the slide at some point because the spaceship crashes and burns and that's their evacuation. Is that right? That can't be right. That (laughs) seems too dark. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The redhead dies, right? He gets crushed by the spaceship. He gets gets shot into the vacuum of space. He imagines so well that he suffocates. Yeah. It was pretty dramatic. Yeah, it was rough. But Colleen was glad to see him go. Yeah, honestly, that kid... 
I wonder where he is today. Right. And then I do remember that they've all successfully learned how to time tell time from the clock because then they're like, oh, I got to go home or, oh, I've got a baseball game. They have well-managed planners. Yeah, none of them have have watches. Now, I think she yeah. looks down at her wrist at one point that might not actually have a wristwatch <laughs> on it. And she's yeah. like, oh, it's time to go. Yeah, these imagine. are all latchkey kids because no parents in sight. They all just leave on their own, probably walk home through the inner city. There's no Oops. adult nearby. Yeah, no they just adult trot nearby. off. But not before. Yeah, I love you, song. Saying goodbye. Yeah. And we get Boy, howdy, is song. this song like ingrained in my mind? Okay, yeah. this song is ingrained in my mind, but I somehow forgot entirely about the second verse. Like, about the friend. Like, I knew the one that's like, the, I love you, you love me, we're a happy family. And then when they finished it and they kept going, and I was like, what is this? And it was like, I don't even remember the lyrics. It was something like, we're oh, best well, friends, that's just how friends should be or something. And I was like, so what? It's, I love you, you love me, we're best friends, like friends should be. <gasps> and it. then with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you, won't yeah. you say you love me too? Yeah. I didn't remember that. Why wasn't now, that our wedding song? It's way more romantic. Th- here's the thing, though. I, I take umbrage with that line, actually. Why is that? So the first verse, obviously, we're a happy family. Sure, fine. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want to be, right? But we're best friends like friends should be. Okay, let's take it back. That Not is implying that there's no there's no room for just like middle Thank level you. friends. Yeah. Right? No, we have to be best friends, otherwise you're fucking dead to me. <laughs> but what I what I thought season one did much better, yes, they continued the trope that you have to be best friends. But season one ended with a thug ass handshake where they're all like, Alright, let's sing our song, lock arms, alright, let's do this. And they all did it like one by one. They were like yeah, put like, one arm over the other and like upside down it so that they were all holding hands at the end, but like weirdly. I was all I was that choreography was stellar. Yeah, I mean the I, redheaded kid almost nailed it. <laughs> okay, this poor kid, fucking goober. He's yeah. an adult no, now. It's well, okay. Yeah, now it's okay. I can pick now he's an adult goober. That that redhead is older than us. He's probably responsible for Fire Festival. He's, I haven't m- <laughs> matched up his image with uh, Billy, but it might be him. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so as we transition from talking about the season one to the season four episode, yeah. I took the moment to Google famous people who have been on Barney. I did hold this on, too. Hold on, because I don't want to forget that one thing that apparently every Barney episode has is a recap of the Barney episode you just watched. Oh, yeah. And like what it taught you. That hits like all these 30 plot points that we apparently forgot yeah. again. So if you were a parent watching this, not only do you have to suffer through 30 minutes of just like drivel, then it's like, don't forget what you've just seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's so weird because it's not like last time on Barney the Dinosaur. This is right. at the end of the It's episode. like this time on Barney the Dinosaur. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember? You know that thing you just watched? Let's talk about it again. <laughs> no, it's a good lesson structure. You see, you talk about the lesson right at the end of the lesson to summarize what you should know. Really, if you want to structure it perfectly, Barney should summarize the episode before the episode. Then the episode happens. Then at the end of the episode, Barney tells you what you just watched. That's I'll a good right. lesson structure. When we reboot it. Yeah. <laughs> in the gritty reboot. But in the gritty reboot of Barney will have a lot of graphic violence in it. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Okay, okay. So famous people who have been on Barney and Friends. Okay, so a lot of them were not that famous, but there were two that really struck out to me. I know which ones you're going to say. 
it's Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato have both been on Barney and Friends. See, I kind of wanted to watch one of them to see if their singing is like good because no one else on the show could sing apparently. (laughs) Season four was better. Definitely better. Season four, yes. the 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 main character, I forget her name. But the main girl in season four actually did a pretty good job of singing. Right. Yeah. I'll give her that. Okay. And it was definitely like it was 80 yard in in post. Like they weren't singing live during the season four episode. And they definitely added that back in. Yeah. yeah Much more sure. noticeable. So uh, no, I was going to say. So season four, episode two may have like a Breaking Bad-esque title for a TV show, which is everybody happy. Not everybody happy. The TV show's episode title is blank is everybody happy question mark and that may be the most existential question a tv show has ever asked me it's like are you prepared for this yeah are you happy like are you like on a scale from one to zero are you happy and it goes beyond that it then says well is everybody else happy like is the whole world happy or is it just filled with crushing demoralizing dread and i mean the rest of the episode just hit home that it's like not okay to feel other emotions and that you like you have to feel happy no no i i disagree with that okay the beginning half of the episode that was absolutely it the second half when the guy got angry about his what was it tinkle Tinkle, the twinkle tower. T- twinkle tower and tinkle. That's that's something that Trump's into. That's from that's uh, might maybe also on my Google history. Unfortunately, yeah, tinkle tower. <laughs> that's from uh, this ain't Barty a triple X Barry. Okay, so I think Anu probably remembers way more than we do. So let's have him walk us through the episode before we get to the 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 twinkle tower. Yes. Yeah. First song. Yes. Yeah. Smile song. Yeah. Is like fucking enforcing the patriarchy from. Day one. I swear to God, it's the reason 800 women have been told, hey, smile, lady. I literally took a note that was, quote, Barney telling a frustrated kid to, quote, just smile, question mark, exclamation. <laughs> right. Well, Maybe also she had every reason to be upset. A girl, too. I think. Exactly. Yeah. That really hit home. And then I was yeah. like, I was all like mad. And I was like, no, Barney should have been what Barney, if that was, if there's a reboot of Barney, or I'm sure on thousands of other TV shows that are happening right now, I feel like they'd be more like, oh, you're feeling angry. Uh, you know, have a healthy way to get that outlet and like, and then right. you can move past it. But no, Barney was like, just smile. And I was like, oh, how many times have I been told that in my life? Shut yeah. up, Barney. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> it's like, it just. The literal line is being angry or sad should only last a little while, which just clearly doesn't prepare these kids to be teenagers. No, no, no. absolutely like, not. Also, it doesn't prepare them to be people. And then you wonder and, why our generation's fucked up. We were watching Barney. Right. And I, most importantly, I don't think this line prepares kids for 9-11, which did happen after this episode. Yeah, that's true. It's like, <laughs> just a dark time. There's a lot of dark things that have happened since this episode came out, guys. I, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, that parent's death that you're trying to grapple with? Get over it. Only a just little while. Just be happy. Better yeah. smile. Smile. <laughs> smile. Smile. As he picks up season one Barney back. <laughs> I need my tools. Which actually just has a skinned face that's a red-headed smiling. kid it's <laughs> the red-headed kid it's definitely the red-headed kid <laughs> okay that kid uh, has target written all over it so this 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 episode so season four has a new set where they have a dope ass treehouse they're oh my god that treehouse is fucking 
Radical. It's I want awesome. that treehouse. With that a spiral treehouse. staircase around the tree. It ruined all treehouses for me during my childhood oh, yeah. because that's, I uh, remember watching this. That's the Hey Arnold's bedroom of yeah. yep. treehouses. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So they're at, they're preparing for the kitty carnival. I forget why they need to will. Oh, no. This is another thing I have a note of, actually. Barney, in this episode, they don't will into the imagination land. Or he shows kingdom. up. This poor girl is decorating for the carnival. And then all of a sudden, his creepy-ass dinosaur hand is like, let me help you put up these streamers. And it's like... And she doesn't notice at first. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, thank you. And then she's like, oh, Barney? And you're like, dude, like, you could have been like, excuse me, I'm behind you. I don't want to, I don't want to worry you. Yeah. Well, if we had watched more of the show, we would have remembered Barney is carnivorous and he eats a kid <laughs> a season for sustenance. Yeah. And the thing is, this, it's very much building up I, either in the same universe as It or the same universe as Stranger Things. Because... Clearly, these kids have manifested Barney, right? Right. And the, the first episode, first season, s- establishes that they can manifest Barney at their will, which is a very powerful ability. But the first hint we get here is that inadvertently, in her frustration, she can also manifest Barney. And you can imagine, this can get very dangerous, right? And then right in your now, anger, yeah. you can manifest Barney. You can manifest Barney. That's the scary thing, yeah. right? Because... She just needed a streamer put up this time. Okay, fine. No big deal. But what if somebody fucking steps to this girl? Barney is a dinosaur. We we can't forget that. (laughs) And when he stands up tall, he's a dinosaur sensation. (laughs) God, this show has ruined us. They're going to take us off podcasting networks because they're like, well, clearly... Some deranged people got access to two microphones, and <laughs> we can't allow this. We'll be on a no-sale so, list somewhere on Amazon for microphones. So she can't do the streamer by herself. Barney manifests to help her, and they succeed. And then it's yeah. the kitty carnival. Anoop, help. Again, my, my brain was mush okay. at this point. Like It felt liquefied. What happened next? So they take Barney outside to kind of show him the different components of the kitty carnival. They obviously stop by the puppet show and the kid running the puppet show who actually, I think they're in general more competent actors this time around. Oh, oh for absolutely. sure. Yeah. Ten times not over. low bar, low bar, but yeah. the kid running the, the puppet show mentions to Barney out of the blue that he's going to be an integral component of the puppet show, which is, Fucked up, because he didn't even know Barney was going to manifest, right? Yeah. No, he didn't know Barney was going to conjure, and nobody briefed Barney on his part of the show. Like, the narrator, no, he's the most integral he's part. arguably the most important part, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get, is it Baby Boop is her name? Baby Bop. Baby Bop. Baby Bop. Uh, manifests. Yeah. Also, So now, again, really dangerous, right? Now there's two dinosaurs. Right, like clearly one of the parts is like the id, like this baby dinosaur that like Do we know when Baby Bop came into the show? Uh, you know, I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. Um it, it, the thing is it's actually a built it's it was an ARG when they first <laughs> uh de- brought Baby Bop into the show where Baby Bop would just be in the background of scenes or there would be like a sort of a, a destroyed animal corpse. You actually had to beat a bop it. To get the next clue after you saw the right, animal corpse. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
the next season of True Detective uh, with Mahershala Ali will be about Baby Bob, yeah. actually. Yeah, Baby Bob. Yeah. They said they want to bring it back more to the first season. I, I actually had a, a joke that then was disproven later in the episode. But when Baby Bop like runs on, I was like, oh, I wonder if she could let me know how to surgically attach a baby blanket to my hand. Because I, <laughs> I was convinced it was part of the suit. And then later she's like, let me put my blanket down. And I was blown away. I was like, <laughs> yeah. these effects. <laughs> they definitely Velcro that onto the suit though, oh, at absolutely. times. Because there's mean, no way... You got a lot of dexterity. This like poor puppeteer has to like just clench for the whole time. Okay, so Baby Bop made her initial debut in Barney in concert in 1991, apparently. Well, yeah, because she was in the intro to Barney and Friends season one. And she was given her name by the, quote, backyard gang, which was the the crew that I believe we were witnessing in season four, episode two. Um, And she was created... um, as a foil character to Barney, whereas Barney's outgoing but down to earth, Baby Bob is very shy but be but can be ecstatic at times due to her young age. Of course. Originally, she was two years old, hence the blankie that she's always carrying around, and then eventually she turns three years old. So big I, news. I forgot about the huge payoff that this is all someone with uh... associative identity okay. identity disorder. I Thank believe. You. Okay, I I should know this. I feel DID. DID. Clearly, I forgot D&D. the big payoff. D.I.D. D.I.D. D.N.D. I forgot the big payoff that this was how the character from M. Night Shyamalan's Split got created. <laughs> and two of his parts were Baby Bop and Barney. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know uh, that the Barney universe actually is part of unbreakable glass universe yeah, yeah unbreakable glass universe yeah yeah I've totally the after totally credit forgot. sequence of glass actually brings barney into the universe see it, it cuts to a diner and they're talking about the events of the movie glass and then a newspaper goes down it's barney and barney looks up at the tv screen and you're like oh shit Where's this all bag? took place yeah exactly <laughs> so wait how did, okay before before we go on, how is the two episodes of Barney going to be a longer episode than our episode about the Matrix? <laughs> uh, you know, it is, there, it's just a deeper vein. I think there's a lot more lore going on. Yeah. You know, there's what, a lot I think to unpack. one of the big criticisms of the Matrix is it's very, it's a very small universe. You know, there's not a lot going on. It's a very <laughs> simple movie. <laughs> right, right. Whereas okay. the Barney universe is a the whole Barney story. universe. Uh, if you if you unpack the ARG, if you look at sort of the serial killer angle of it, the tie-ins to both Stephen King's It and Stranger Things, there's a lot going on in Barney. That's it's true. a deep yeah. story. So, anyways, we just got to the dope tree house. <laughs> yeah. We're barely We're into this episode. Four minutes oh my God. into twenty-eight minutes of TV. <laughs> but let's talk about because this this is a huge advancement. From season one to season four, right. there is an actual bare bones conflict in this episode. Yeah. Which is that you know Baby Bop is gonna fuck up that tower. <laughs> the second they introduce the tower, you're like, oh shit, this is this is nothing but a nightmare. It's it's bound to just get wrecked. Even the weird uh, grape looking bird. Oh, it's clearly the, a man the, in a southern accent. I love his southern the, with accent. The, with the pearls. Oh yes, love it. It's a troubling is it. Is that bird racist? He says, I do declare at some point. I don't know if... I just, I felt troubled by the bird. It felt a little bit like Michael Scott, like, 
trying to you know what i mean yeah i know like that vibe that's what i got from it yeah i don't know the bird and the chipmunk they didn't have a lot of lines but i think they brought a lot of heat yeah you know my initial giving the show a little bit more credit than i should have my initial thought was that perhaps the chipmunk or the squirrel is a squirrel Squirrel would knock over the tower and Baby Bop would get played, blamed for knocking over the tower. That's what Clearly. I thought. That would have been a good good arc. And then I thought the show was going to be like, don't always jump to conclusions and don't let your emotions get the best but of like, you. But like, no, it was like, look at this dumb girl. She's about to ruin this and she, you know she, she is. Does. And we're, she we're does. We're spoiling it though for people watching along with oh, our Oh, spoiler alerts. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. How could we ever repay our listeners? Our this is the DVD listeners? commentary that's wildly longer than the actual thing. <laughs> like, yeah, the actually, commentary track just goes on for another like 45 minutes. Right over a blank screen. But yeah. um, I, I, I don't remember the exact order because there's the really bad puppet show I want to talk about. But I okay. think before that, they do a song called Sometimes I Feel Happy, which is when they start to break out other emotions. Where they're talking about how you can be sad and only some of the time you feel happy. And I thought this was a jam. By far my favorite song yeah. out of the two episodes. It was pretty good. I feel like the sometimes I feel happy actually happens after the Three Little Pigs. It might. Really? Because it's in front of the mirror. Like they make the paper plates. No, it's before. No, it's, it's before, before the paper plates. Be- the paper plates has its own song. And we should talk about the plates because those are also very cool. Okay, creepy. okay. So sometimes feel happy was a jam. Well, my choice I, for top I song. think I blacked out on this this song. I'm gonna be I honest, think my I favorite part was like there was a line that was something about them like or no Barney was like can everyone make a silly face in the mirror and then there's just like the camera shot is just the back of their heads and you can't see them actually making silly faces that like you can see that they're in front of the mirror and they're all making silly faces but you actually can't see them and I was like you think the camera crew would have thought that through and like gotten a slightly different angle so that they could have oh, seen right. it. And that's where baby boop shows up yeah, yeah. yeah. baby bop. pop come on baby pop. god okay let's start the episode over <laughs> all right, all right. welcome to everything you remember sucks i'm your co-host no we um so yes i think then they go outside and do the puppet show which is again spoiler alert even though we're probably 15 minutes of black screen past when you finished watching these two episodes yeah, of barney that are also for some reason on the dvd out of order they do yeah. the three little pigs. Did we miss the season song? Did we? They, it it was before the. They were all. What has the show done to all, us? Okay, there was like this one song where they, oh, it was it was Baby Bop started it. They were like, I can't wait for the carnival. It was before, oh yeah no yeah the, that's before they go into the treehouse. It's before the, so this was way back. So we missed this, and I yeah. just like they were like, I can't wait to go to the carnival. And Baby Bop said something in her little baby voice, and then she's like, Yeah, and then. They all start singing about how they can't wait for, like, the seasons. And then they start, like, each of them's like, oh, I can't wait for the changing leaves in the fall. And, oh, I can't wait to go sledding in winter. I don't remember this. And I remember, I, I remember it because I was like, why are they talking about the seasons right now? Like, what about the carnival? Why did we just totally change? And then also I was like, okay, well, maybe there will be a lesson at the end of the song being like, you can't always get what you want. Sometimes we need to practice patience but it was nothing no, it was like no, i can't wait and then that was it and then they moved on and i was like wait well, like but no <laughs> but no you guys are all just being bratty little little babies who were like i can't wait i just want it to happen now and then there was no resolution to that no it's just i can't wait the end i don't want to 
I can't it. wait. I love fall and we're moving on. And then you're like, wait, what just happened? Also, it doesn't make any sense in universe because in the first episode we established this takes place in LA or Texas. No because seasons. The rain dries immediately. Right. <laughs> so there can't be any seasons. Right. No sledding. Unless they said, I can't wait to go up to Big Bear to go sledding during the winter. That I can't wait sense. for my very rich LA parents who are clearly in the TV industry to take <laughs> yeah. me to our chalet in Mammoth. <laughs> yeah. To go sledding. I can't wait to go leafing in the in Maine right. in the fall. Yeah, at our leaf only vacation home. Leaf yeah. only vacation home. Okay. Okay. So then okay, so let's try and piece this timeline together. I'm completely So they out were of all inside and they did the smile thing mm-hmm. in front of the mirror. And then they went outside and then they were talking about how they couldn't wait for the carnival. And that's when we get the season song. And right. then we get to then we actually go up to the tree. Then house. we go to the tree house and we see his twinkle tower. Twinkle tower. We see the twinkle tower. And we're he the foreshadowing that. for Baby Bob to ruin it. And, right. And it's within like 10 seconds, they summon him down to the publisher. Yeah. Show. Like he went, yeah. he walked up the stairs and was like, don't break this. And then was like, oh, I'm being called. I have to go down and do this thing. Don't break it. And you're like, well, she's definitely going to break it. And that's where the two, they set up like an amazing payoff that Anoop was alluding to with the squirrel and right. the not being southern hurtful. bird that they could have had. Because the squirrel's like, ooh, that looks interesting. I bet I could climb that. And you're like. Oh my god, they're going to tell us this amazing lesson about don't jump to conclusions. Nope. Nope, baby Bob's going to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. So we go down to the puppet show. And that's definitely nice. That's definitely Maybe. nice, right? It probably and isn't. It, or we're just three all pigs. blacking out one. Well, there's, there's a song. There's a song leading up to the puppet yeah, show. Yeah, okay. I just don't know what it yeah. was. Where they like do they they sit down on the chairs and they do they tap their feet and they do a bunch of other stuff. Blacking it's like a out. big no. Big pre There's a whole song. It's totally not memorable. <laughs> I assure you. The Three Little Pigs, though, is very memorable. Very memorable. Okay, I have a huge issue with this. Oh. Okay, I, I've got a few points, too. Uh, do you, you take it away. No, I want to see if you have the same points first. Okay. And then... Let's talk about income disparity between these pigs. First okay. <laughs> not where I was going. <laughs> their costume designs are wildly different. And the last pig, the pig who ends up living in the brick house, mm-hmm. clearly went to college. He's got, like, a tweed jacket on. So, like, this pig is loaded. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree there. Didn't so think that about was that, but pretty pretty problematic to me. Mm-hmm. And then two, I, I you know, in the context of this show taking place and this being for kids who live nowadays, I don't feel like this puppet show properly prepared children for the lives they would be eventually leading because it's clearly super old. Because those pigs could never afford houses. No, no. In this okay. housing market, I'd be lucky a hay house in L.A. Do you know what the rent on a hay house in L.A. is? And with all those How fires, you... they go up like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could not live in a hay house. You the need fact the that brick. E- these three pigs don't live together in a two-bedroom apartment is just a sign that it's not entirely <laughs> realistic. Okay, so my I'm more going to the core of the three little pigs, and this is my issue, is that in this Barney version, they just find these houses so essentially, the hay and the stick pigs just get shit luck. Yeah. Where in the fairy tale or books, it's they're too lazy to build a good house. Right. And therefore, so like the, they pay the price. Right. So the lesson is like the person who, who took the time to build the brick house 
is has, safe. Is safe and has the and, and that's where everyone can go. Whereas those people that were too lazy to build, yeah, yeah they got screwed. Yeah. Exactly. And the moral of this one is wolves are dicks. I right. guess that's really it. Well, it's just also... wolves are angry because we were talking about emotions. Yeah, he gets very angry. And it, it doesn't properly establish that the wolf wants to eat them. Uh-oh. So this wolf is just, it looks scary. So mm-hmm. they run away. That's a troubling message already, right? These three pigs You're are just like, look teaching at this wolf. them racism. Super scary. Yeah, yeah. Look I at mean, that quote unquote wolf across the street. We better get moving. And yeah. then all these Look at that wolf grew- in his red hoodie. Let's get out of here. All these kids Wait, just you have grew-, a gun? grew up to run away from any black person they ever saw because they were yeah. just. Terrified. Terrified. They're like, oh, the wolf in that story had black fur. <laughs> yeah, and he looked scary. So. Are we digging a little too deep? Yeah, let's I'm that. sorry. This is a show about telekinetic children conjuring dinosaurs. Well, okay, so also one of the things I was going to comment on the entire show is like the opening scene, like the, the credits for the show where they like you know, this, the, the, the opening song and everything, and they're showing all the different characters, and they showed very diverse characters, right? Like yeah. in the first season, it was like they showed kids of all different ethnicities, and then the fourth season, I think they had like a an adult that was a black woman and then they had a couple others that were like not white and then like the actual show is just like a bunch of white people and you're like wait 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 where it's all these other characters <laughs> well more, one of the main characters was a was a black she child. was yes yeah. i'm gonna just leave that and edit in some more pause was a black <laughs> dead silence a black was one of the blacks <laughs> prestigious house um Okay, so then I I can't. There's the faces in between the puppet show and Breaking Twinkle Tower, right? So then they do the puppet show. They do the rehearsal for the puppet show, right? right. Of course, they go inside, mm-hmm. and that's when they do. They make the faces and they they pull out the new and improved Barney bag, which is way less creepy. Wait, I'd also like to say it was less of a rehearsal for the puppet show and more of a dress rehearsal because they didn't rehearse at all. They just ran through it. I'm just semantics. Okay, fine. Well, they call it a podcast, practice, Colleen. but you're like, you're not practicing. No, no, you take it away. Clearly, just, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you're just running through it. Okay, just you do it because clearly you know everything. <laughs> don't worry. When we get to the open heart surgery part of the uh, episode, you'll be way above us. <laughs> I'll be out of our depth. I don't very much about that, but anywho. So... They pull out the less creepy Barney bag. Mm-hmm. Barney, they make paper plates with faces on them. Barney says the line, oh my, such a sad face. And it's creepy as shit. When Barney's commenting on their mask and he's just like, ooh, such a sad face. My, my, my. What the fuck, Barney? <laughs> Fucking leave me alone. There's also weird parts where like, they're trying to point out what makes these faces sad or angry. And it's like, oh, is that a little tear? This tear is like eight tenths of the whole fucking face oh, it's yeah. like the tear giant is the size ass tear um yeah so yeah it's Clearly a sad a, face a, a cry for help from these children right it reminded it me a lot true. of the 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 boy who screamed or whatever in legion with like the weird balloon mask yeah okay. yeah, yeah yeah well let's get to the fact that that mask is clearly of somebody who killed someone in prison right? Absolutely, yeah. that's what the teardrop it's a teardrop tattoo it's yeah. not a teardrop because yeah. teardrop <laughs> couldn't possibly be that big that's right very true yeah he's like i'm only ever going to kill one person so better take up all the space right now right and so i think if we bring this into the mythos of barney 
what it is, how they're stimulating these sort of dark telekinetic powers in these children mm-hmm. is they're killing death row inmates mm. and they're implanting their minds in the bodies of children. Yeah. And they're erasing their memories. And that scene is actually the first evidence that that's what's going on because oh. the kid's remembering what his past face looked like. That's what he's actually drawing on there is mm. is his past life. The kid actually got offset and then was like, I need a glass of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're all 30 year old midgets. <laughs> There's no children on this show. I mean, how else could you get actors that good? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So they do these creepy ass faces. They sing a face song. I'm pretty sure. Okay, the face song is a song written by aliens, right? Absolutely. Definitely. There's five things my face can do: laugh, ha ha ha. No, <laughs> terrifying. The worst part of this of this face song was the line quote: "I like my face. How about you? It lets me know I'm alive." <laughs> right. It's literally a line. <laughs> It's something out of a horror movie. Now, what I do like about the face song, a lot of people don't know, the face song was actually the inspiration for the movie Face Off. <laughs> oh, God. But no, it's scary as shit. It's terrifying. It lets me know I'm alive. Yeah. Uh, God, like, who thought that was a good line? There's got to be other words that rhyme with whatever the word that they were trying to rhyme that rhymes with the line. I don't remember what the rest of the line was because I was so distraught by the fact that they're like, that's the only thing that lets these people know that they're alive is that they have a face. We had to rewind it. I literally rewound it to be like, is that really what they just said? And it was. That's why they don't, in that earlier scene where they're making silly faces, they don't show the mirror because later on in the next episode, there's actually a flashback to that mirror. And when the children are looking in the mirror, they don't see a face over their body. (laughs) It's like, it's one of the horror movie concepts, digging deep on this. I think we could make a really good horror film out of Barney material. I mean, someone in Hollywood's like direct lined into our computer already writing it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly hardwired into right. I actually, behind my laptop, there's probably four or five screenwriters. Oh, that's right? good. That's good. <laughs> um, okay, so we do the face song. I'm trying to get us back on track because I think if I talk about this show anymore, I will be sucked into my TV and trapped. In the make-believe kingdom. Oh my god. Oh yeah. So, so it's like Jumanji type. But they go finally, we get the big payoff, we go to the treehouse, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and yes. that's where we find the, the tipped over, broken no, it's not. tower. No, it's not broken yet. She's like, I've made this beautiful oh, star. Oh, and he like startles her, and then she runs into it. I'm like, okay, that was like 50-50 your fault. Right, and the fact of the matter is, so much time had passed, and the glue still wasn't dry. Maybe you just made Twinkle Tower poorly. Like it wouldn't have been dry by the time the Kitty Carnival was actually taking place, because it was like pretty soon. I'm pretty sure. No, it- and all I'm saying is, I think it was an inside job because blankets can't melt steel beams. <laughs> yep, this is true. This is true. I'm just saying George Bush took down Twinkle Tower and I won't rest until the people know. But they sing about how you shouldn't be mad that your president took down your towers. (laughs) And it's all okay to be angry or frustrated, but don't stay that way. I'm like, work together with your friends to get over it. 
Oh, yeah, that was another thing. They were like, um, that's what your friends are for, to help you through the hard times. And I was like, no, 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 that's what your therapist is for. Your friends are not your therapist. I'm just right. saying. Well, they, they sing a song about helping people. Right. And I actually, I do like this song a little bit. I like one part of it in particular, which the, is the line, if you like to help people, then helping people is a-okay. <laughs> which I think is, it's, it's weirdly inclusive because it, it entertains the idea that if you don't like to help people, fine. then it is also fine not to help people. Fine. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. No big deal. But if you do like to help people, then okay. helping people is a-okay. It's also, it's it's not overselling helping people. Yeah. It, look, I, Barney's not going to give you a pat on the back for helping people. If you like helping people, helping people's okay. Exactly. It's not, it's like, it's neither here nor there. No one's going right. to care. You don't have yeah. to. But like, if you like it, if you find joy, if that sparks joy, then throw go them ahead. Out. It's a-okay. Yeah, don't it's throw okay. them out. Don't throw right. them Right, right. 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 So Barney's hardline stance on doctors and teachers is that they're okay. Right. <laughs> oh wait, isn't there a weird part in this song where he role plays as a teacher and he's like, "If you want to help people, you could be a teacher, I guess." Yeah, teachers help people, and that's a okay. Yep. And he has a book, and he has one of those like fucking pointer Pointers. sticks. Yeah. Pointers that's mostly usually hit used to hit children. Right? Yeah, like yes, we can use it to point, but fucking. No, but we, it's for hitting children. We wrap knuckles with that. Yeah. Did you ever figure knuckles out? Did you figure that We were no. 90s kids. There's no way that You were that just saying happen. it like it was a thing. Like, that happened to my mom. She went to Catholic school. Yeah, so we all know about it because moms can't shut up well, about wait, it. Well, wait, did Meg go to Catholic school? She did, didn't she? Did she get her, did she get her knuckles wrapped? No. She did it. I can speak confidently. Fair. I'm cutting this part out. <laughs> She does have written on her knuckles, I must t- tell lies. But I think that's just a tattoo. <laughs> okay. Right. But we, we get to the Helping People song. They rebuild Twinkle Tower. Twinkle Tower. First of all, Twinkle Tower is mostly made of like blocks anyways. Like it's... those weird, those wheels that have the sticks connecting them. Yeah. Like it's not actually that crazy of a construction. No. It's so unremarkable. It's very unremarkable. And Honestly, I don't know how much glue it really requires. I don't so see really, them use any in the reconstruction, she, I don't think. She bumped into a Lego tower and it broke. Well, I shouldn't say she bumped it because if it was Legos, it wouldn't have broken. It would be better. That's true. Right. That, that's fine. But okay. So Twinkle Tower is taken down. They rebuild this false Twinkle Tower. I'm on to you, Bush. That's all I'm saying. But <laughs> they have their false Twinkle Tower. It lights up. Sure. That's cool. Uh, is there another song after they light up Twinkle Tower? I don't think there is. No, they light it up, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh shit, we gotta go to the carnival. <laughs> Which I thought the whole episode was happening at the school. Right, aren't they at the carnival? That- yeah, like they were setting up for the carnival, and then they all left. They're like, oh, it's time for the carnival, gotta go. And I'm like, wait. Why if- were you hanging streamers for if What'd it wasn't the- for the carnival? I think they just lost the plot. Like yeah. we have in yeah. this 30 minutes that yeah. they're just like, I, this is what kids do to prep for a carnival. The writers are like, yeah, yeah, man. And then they, and then they all leave. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> they, leave. they tell each other they love each other and then they leave. <laughs> but the thing is, it doesn't. Okay. So in, in universe, clearly there was no carnival, right? Right. Um, clearly the doctors at this facility have set up the artifice of this kid's carnival 
in order to further test the limits of these children's abilities. <laughs> Not realizing that at the same time they're restoring the children's memories of their past lives as Of criminals. course. Right. And so we see the manifestation of anger, sadness, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and happiness. These are three distinct serial killers uh, who live inside of these children now. Uh, baby Boop disappears. Baby Bob. Baby Boop. <laughs> you baby just wanted Bob. to rhyme. You, you just wanted to rhyme with your name. Baby uh, Boop. Yes, that's clearly it. <laughs> baby Bop disappears. Right. And this is like. This is pretty crazy because it doesn't happen off screen. <laughs> like the first time Barbie, <laughs> Barbie, the first time Barney dissolves, it happens off screen, and he's just a doll again. Right. But Baby Bob just is gone. <laughs> she just she turned into light. Mister Stark, That's... I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gets snapped out of existence, <laughs> and then they run off. I assume to the opening ceremony of the kids' carnival. Of oh, course, that, that's, that's that's probably it. it. Yeah, yeah. Where that redheaded goober who's now four years older is going to give the opening statement. <laughs> so we've somehow given each minute that we've watched a minute of conversation, <laughs> if not more. Does yeah, I mean Barney suck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, let's, let's. I feel like it just kind of goes to the territory of of little kid tv shows like i feel like if we watched another little kid tv show that's airing right now it would also drive us insane yeah but i don't think little kid tv shows nowadays are as creepy as oh Barney's. yeah that's probably true i don't know i've listened to baby shark and that's a banger i'm also so i feel like so since not like the 90s i feel like Children's movies have gotten better at including more adult jokes, but children's TV shows, I don't think, will have caught up. But I also am not familiar enough with them to know. I mean, this show is not for parents to watch with their kid. This is like, I need a break. <laughs> You're going to sit on this fucking couch and stare at this mind-numbing television. And the thing is, Matt, I think... What is really dangerous about this show uh -huh. is that it is a deal with the devil. You get to have your kids be distracted for 26 minutes, yep. just an obscene amount of time. But your payment, that little piece of your soul that you sell, you got to hear these fucking songs <laughs> the rest of the day. It's a trade. It's a trade. You say, I need 26 minutes to... It's the 90s, so I don't know. Smoke a cigarette. Whatever parents were doing. <laughs> smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. <laughs> smoke, smoke a lot of cigarettes. They're turning on Barney and they know they're making a trade. They know that in the car on the way to AMP, they're going to hear this song 8 million times. Very true. And my parents probably did. Yeah. I don't think they, they had like a trade. Barney soundtrack. I mean, I sang all the songs. Th that's worse. Right. Remember how, how mad you are about this redheaded kid? That's you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god. Okay, my two big things about the show were... What were they? One, I want to know where these kids are now. Like, did any of them have a successful acting well, career? one of them is Demi Lovato. So, that <laughs> worked out for her. True. And then the other thing that really jumped out at me is, like, any of these people... You age them, I mean, how old are they? They're like 8, 10. Age them another 8 years, 
and then put them at an animal collective show and like they would fit in in the clothing that they're wearing. It felt so bizarre to just see these kids and be like, that guy's actually like that outfit would be hip if he were a hipster right now in 2019. Yeah, it's a lot of high-waisted shorts and shit like that. Yeah, a lot of high-waisted shorts. A lot of, like, retro... Like, peop- I feel like people nowadays would pay good money to, like, recreate these outfits. And they looked so dumb. Which means the next time you guys go to an Animal Collective concert, you have to go dressed as Barney. <laughs> I mean, half the people already were. It was really bizarre. My My one takeaway from the show is that the FBI has cracked me. And if I feel or hear the I feel happy song, I will just immediately start dropping my country secrets. Yeah, I it's think like that's I've, right, right. I've been programmed. I'm a Manchurian candidate now. Right, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> this is how they got to Trump. Yep. He was watching an episode of Party and Friends. <laughs> the problem is that that's not too far-fetched. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, could he goes from Fox and Friends stuff. to Barney and Friends. And then he's... Exactly. <laughs> That's it. All right. What about you, Anoop? Any major takeaways before we wrap this up? Uh, I mean, man, I just there's just so much to unpack. I really do think the uh, gritty reboot of Barney we have going is it's got legs. It's got legs. I'm going to take it out. I'm going to option it to a few people. We're going to see where it goes. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I really can't wait. I would watch that. Yeah, I mean, it would give me nightmares for the rest of my life, but it would be worth it. If I'm willing to watch an hour of Barney as a grown adult, clearly I'm willing to watch Barney rebooted. (laughs) But the gritty. Barney reloaded. (laughs) Barney reloaded? (laughs) Well, I... I I will never get that hour of my life back. Yeah. And I really think that Barney does suck. I think this might be the most difficult podcast for you to edit. Because you're going to have to listen to us talk about this show for like another hour and a half two hours while you edit it yeah but at least now we're 50 50 for everything you're remembering second that's true yeah matrix great barney terrible yeah i guess we could just call it there that's two points make a line so yeah i think we'll we're, 50 we're done of barney sucked that's a season wrap <laughs> and all right well thanks for listening to our podcast join us next week as we discuss the sister film to The Matrix from what year? 1999? Yeah, that's when the 1999.